Hey guys, and welcome to the Family Business Indaba podcast. We are the voice of African family business, promoting generational wealth and generational legacies. And my name is Susan Tendi. And I am Nika Amani. And we're going to be taking you through the journey of African family business. afternoon everyone uh, and welcome to the last few shifts um, there's two very exciting or actually one exciting one left and this one is going to focus specifically on almost a summary of what we heard this week but also some of Shelley's uh, postgraduate students are doing a, a, a research project on and a bibliometric analysis on just looking at what has been published in Africa on family businesses? So what are the main themes and the topics? And then um, I also just want to latch on then with Shelley. So she's going to start the, the short presentation on um, the word cloud on what she found from, from the research. And thank you very much, Shelley. I know you have done it on very short notice. Um, and then uh, I think we will have a discussion uh, with uh, Welcome has also joined us. And then I think we will move on to Nika and Titi to give us a more practical view on um, the research side. And they will wrap it up. Um, and then at five o'clock, we will have uh, Dennis Jaffe. So we're also looking forward to that. So, Shelly, if you can start, please. Okay, I'm just going to stop my video and share my slides. All right. Can you see them? Yes, we can. Can you see that it says research in Africa? Yeah, we can see it clearly. Okay. Hello, everybody. Um, for those of you that attended the conference last year, you will recall that one of the, the keynote address that I gave basically summarized uh, the field of family business um, and specifically looked at family business research in Africa. Now, this afternoon as part of this session, I'm not going to rediscuss all that, um, but just as a starting point for the dis for this discussion on family business research in Africa, I thought I would just tell you a little bit about um, some of the, the, the findings from last year and what we've added for this year. Um, now, basically, we did an overview of research done in on it, that emanated or came from or was done in African countries. And to date, we found 219 articles. So this is just slightly up from, from last year. There's only a few that have been done in um, 2021. But um, this research basically looks a little bit about when the articles were published. At this stage, we still have articles coming out of um, 16 different countries. And in the next couple of weeks, Elmer and I are going to continue working on this pro project, updating so based on these articles, we can see who, what, where, to, and how. But just out of interest, I thought I would show you that um, the articles or the research being done is still coming out of the, the three big countries, South Africa, Nigeria, and Kenya. And this has really been no different given the additional few articles that have been published. Just, just so that you all can, those who never saw the slide last year, can see where research is being done. So there's a couple, several countries where very little is coming out of, and of course it would be interesting to get some results from those countries. You can also see the yearly publications. I've just expanded this. This was a five-year period. You can clearly see how there's an increase in the trajectory of the, the outputs on family businesses over the last couple of years. And then also just interesting, I thought I'd show you the last five years. There was definitely a nice increase 
2017, 2018, 2019 in the number of published articles with a decrease in 2020. And of course, 2021 um, is still relatively new. So hopefully there'll still be some publications in this year. But this, of course, is to be expected given um, the current circumstances that we find ourselves in. And then what I also did is uh, I did an analysis of some of the key words in all these 219 articles. And this should give us a nice sort of overview of where research um, is positioned and what research is being done. And you can clearly see, it's for arguments, they call it our dependent variables, what we're looking at, what, what research is looking at, and um, the performance of family businesses. The, um, the continuity and sustainability, those clearly are the, the, as we could call them, the dependent variables. And then in terms of what the various areas of focus are, you can see clearly succession and succession planning still dominates. And of course, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial orientation, innovation, knowledge transfer, IT capabilities, those are coming on board as well. Also, that's been a topic is gender roles, polygamy is there. And you can see several other aspects, corporate governance, family governance. Those are all topics of discussion that have been um, over the last couple of years or that I've picked up as key um, concepts of key terms in this analysis of these 219 articles. So this clearly gives us a little bit of a picture of where research has been taking place. And of course, a nice springboard for us to discuss what is possibly could be going forward or what are the areas of research that are needed going forward. And just to kind of um, stimulate or get our conversation going, I was quite um, excited. It's probably only a word a, a researcher would use. But when I saw this article on, on Tuesday at the start of our conference, um, Professor Coupe is the vice chancellor and principal of the University of Pretoria. And then he highlighted in a News, news 24 article that there are some silver linings for universities from the pandemic. And one of the topics or the issues that he um, discussed was about the whole publishing um, environment. And he said the pandemic has been a rude awakening for things that's happening in the world that require knowledge, things that won't be impacted simply by journaling the findings. And he recommends that research, um, that academics need to start doing research that helps solve real-life problems and actually impacts on society. What is important is what kind of research we pursue. And this whole concept of the research and the research that we do, he basically concluded and said that some types of research have reached their sell-by date, and inter- and transdisciplinary mod models are far better at deriving solutions to the real-world challenges. There's room to rethink traditional boundaries between disciplines, leading to more innovative and far more creative impact. And with that, I'd like to hopefully that will stimulate our conversation over the next. Thank you, Elmery. Over thank to you. Thank you so much, Shelley. Um, thank you for that summary. And uh, I want to come to all the panelists. Um, welcome. Are you on? Welcome is an attendee at the moment. Sissy, can you okay. please bring him to a panel? Yes, please. So um, if I can start so long um, and just summarize this morning's presentations, um, it was specifically on branding. It was on social capital and it was on relationship marketing in the field of family businesses. And I thought that was almost fresh topics to research. And um, it was very, um, I was very excited, as Shelley said, to, um, to see that there are people that's actually joining up with African researchers that sit in Europe or in other parts of the world. So that, that for me is a positive. 
And then I also want to make a positive remark before I go to, um, you know, the more challenges that we experience in the topics. And um, I'm part of a, a group on um, Facebook. It's called the Family Business Professor. And I don't know, I think many of you might also be on that group. You know, and I posted the other day and I made the remark, you know, I started in management sciences more broadly. And I used to attend conferences of marketing and management sciences first before I did my doctorate on family businesses. And a positive for me is that the field of family business research is very open. I'm not sure if it is because we work with families and we work with the softer issues. But for me, the field is a lot more open to share, to assist, to mentor. So I think that is something we we need to take advantage of. But then I want to come to, um, uh, before I come to the practical side, perhaps welcome, I can start with you. And um, during the, the past week, there was a lot of challenges mentioned in terms of doing research on family businesses. And uh, you specifically said that, um, in your study, people were almost hesitant to share their financial um, information. And when Hayden also presented, we did a study on family and non-family SMEs. And even Shelley and I in our other projects, we find that it's hard to get respondents. It's hard to get participants because the families in itself is very secretive. So perhaps uh, we can also discuss with you later on, Nika and Titi, how can we how can we um, uh, increase collaboration from a practice point of view to because we want to do the research, but it's not that easy to get access to the family businesses in Africa. So welcome. I perhaps can if I can come to you. What do you regard your you have just or are you handing in this weekend um, your PhD on values? And I think that was groundbreaking research. But what do you foresee are very important topics to embark on for the future? If I can start with you. Thank you, thank you, Prof. And uh, afternoon, everyone. Um, I think the question I think maybe should be, what are the real challenges that the African continent is facing as a whole? And and from there, we start to see in terms of business-related challenges or family business-related challenges, for business families that are enterprising, I think we can start to see what those challenges are. And um, I'm sorry I'm responding in a different way. Uh, when I was reflecting recently, I thought, wow, uh, yes, we do research and, and it's lovely. Well, for some of us at the end, it's lovely. <laughs> but uh, does that research sometimes speak to those real challenges that uh, someone sitting uh, a family business that is sitting in the deep rural areas um, of the Eastern Cape or in Kenya or whatever the place might be. Uh, I think there seems to be a disconnect in some cases. I don't know, maybe it's because of the audience that we write for. You know, we write for publish, but does that, does, does, do those published researches speak to the people that actually we are researching? In other words, the subject of those studies that we, inter- we engage on. I think that's, that should be the, the main focus, I think. Um, yeah, that is an extremely important comment. Um, and it also came out um, during one of the presentations that 
you know, in many countries in Africa still, there's no, there's no concept for family businesses. It's only that part of the M, SMEs, um, group. So I think a challenge for us may be, because I think you 100% correct in that remark, welcome, is that we're probably already working in an environment where people, you know, are familiar with a family business, are familiar with the challenges. And to actually translate that to areas or countries where it's not even known, the concept of family businesses, which may sound terrible to us because we it's so well known to us. But I agree with you, and it also came out in two of the presentations, you know, they still talk about SMEs. They don't even talk about family businesses as a separate group. So thank you for that remark. Uh, Shelley, would you like to um, comment on Welcome's remark? Um, I think I'll just tie in then what he said about the, you know, what are the real problems? You know, I think that as researchers, we need to clarify our problem descriptions and our problem statements. It's not about a gap in research. You know, that's that's our contribution is filling that gap. But I think we also need to really focus on solving, like the, the News 24 article I mentioned, and like Welcome also said, what are the real problems? And those are the problems that we're going to need to research and that really add value. But just coming back to what you also said, um, other challenges that I find is this really also the interdisciplinary nature of family business research. As I mentioned in a previous conversation, you know, when we initially embarked on welcome um, study, values, culture, we actually knew so very little about that in comparison to how much we know now. Of course, we don't know nearly the tip of the iceberg, but it's a completely different discipline. And it's a challenge for researchers in family business because the family business is the unit of analysis. It's what we're looking at. But often you're looking at it, whether it's polygamy. You know, polygamy is not business. If you come from a business background, of course, if you come from a psychology background or something else, it's a completely different matter. But because of this overlap between the family and the business, the disciplines are overlapping. And then I think for me, the the third biggest challenge is the methodologies that we adopt. You know, there's just... So many, and you know, almost as a, a researcher, you just want to dive in and start researching polygamy or values. But the methodologies that we choose have an impact on how we do the research and the results that we have. And you really need to, as a researcher, really get on top of the methodology that you're going to be implementing or using way beyond or before the time that you actually almost get on top of the, the topic itself. So I think in those three areas, uh, those are really the biggest challenges. You know, the interdisciplinary nature of the field, you know, really addressing real problems facing family businesses. And then, of course, the methodologies that we choose. Uh, Welcome. Before I switch to you, um, I just want to make a remark, um, which I almost feel like I'm sitting in the middle between what you said and what Welcome just said. And that's my experience on the ground because um, I also consult the family businesses. And I I really believe, I, I agree with you 100%. If I attend an academic conference like IFERA, I feel like we're already falling behind in terms of new methodologies, new uh, new analysis. But then when I work with family businesses on the ground and I listen to welcome, then I think uh, you know, for us to embark as academics on these fancy new methodologies, we may also miss the mark. So I think we almost sit with two hats on that we have to publish, 
very good research articles, but on the other hand, we also need to be able to translate it into a language that can really improve the lives of the average family business owner um, or the family business. So um, I think that's a very, very difficult um, space we are in. Welcome. You wanted to make a remark? Yeah, yes, Prof. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's coming from reflection as well. You know, when we start doing research, I think there are two problems that we're trying to solve, or at least there are two levels of problems. The first one is the day-to-day problem. And I think that's the real problem that we are talking about. Uh, that day-to-day problem is that is the one that speaks so much and is relatable to the indigenous, I mean, to the family businesses, because that's what they experience on a day-to-day, whether it's the issue of, uh, you know, finance, uh, not getting finance, maybe, uh, you know, access to finance, uh, access to markets, etc. Those are the day-to-day challenges that they face with. And then on the academic side, there's a theoretical problem. And, and that's where those things should speak to each other. And that's why, in my view, uh, when we write or when we do research, there needs to be a combination of the two, not just the theoretical one, because then it won't be practical to the people that you are researching. And I think that's, that's the challenge in most of the cases. And it's also, it's just coming from reflection and, you know, you sometimes think, okay, so what? <laughs> you know, I, this is what I have. Uh, it makes sense to me, but how can I, do people really also see it as the way I see it? Particularly those that I've been researching about. And uh, yeah, I think there's a lot to be done in terms of simplifying and demystifying uh, uh, some of these some of these uh, concepts for the for a non-researcher to understand what we're talking about. Hmm. Um, Shelly, something you wanted to add before I move to Nika and Titi? I think I'm good. I'd just like to encourage all the researchers out there and hopefully we can see you next year with your latest research at our conference again. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah, I um, before I come to Nika, I also from my side would like to thank our partners from the AFF uh, it's always wonderful working with you ladies. Um, I think we are, uh, we are a very good team. I also want to just thank um, Hayden uh, for his technical assistance the whole week and also for my colleagues at the Family Business Unit, especially you. Welcome you working under tremendous stress this week or the last couple of months. So thank you also for, for that. So if I could start with you, Nikkei, um, you have heard what we have just said. Um, in your experience, um, how does this challenge of, you know, having two heads, and I know you also coming from a family business background, um, how can the researchers translate um, their research into, into more practical recommendations for the family business owners and families on the ground? That's a really good question. I think there's a bit of a silo. So you've got the research on one side and you've got the family business owners on the other and there's disconnection. Um, I think we'll need universities like yours to um, have courses where family business owners can come in and have practical training. Um, So we practicalize the academic research to actionable strategies, steps that families can take. 
Um, and I think equally that also then presents the opportunity as we have more families coming to universities for training programs and things to have access to the data and the research that we were talking about, how difficult it is to have access to information. Um, a lot of the times families don't seem to understand how essentially open up, opening up their stories and having third parties um, get information on them can be beneficial to them. So there's also um, a need to articulate um, the benefits of partaking in research studies for not only the wider industry, but also for individual families. Sorry, Elmarie, just conscious of time, because um, Dennis, we've got Dennis's, um, the closing session in six minutes. So we'll need to close up now um, so we can set up for that session. I can't hear you again. Are the two of you then going to close up? Yes. Okay, you can. Yes. You can, yeah. Okay. Yes. So thank you so much for this session, um, looking at research on the, on the continent and also looking at opportunities for further research and how we can really use this information to better serve families. I think this is an ongoing conversation. Now it's, it's not just for this afternoon, but we'll continue to have this conversation to see how we can make the bridge between the academic and also the practical. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Um, our last session will be in five minutes. So we invite you to, to join us on the, on the closing session for the conference. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everyone.